I don't know, man. I got toilets to buy. I don't know if I can. <laughs> oh, you're getting a new gaming yeah. chair. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way of putting it, actually. <laughs> Your wallet's working harder than Jenna Jameson. <laughs> We're not supposed to know who that is. Says Jenna who? who? <laughs> Says who? She, dude, she had an action figure. Of course, we know who she. Ah, uh, yes, she had several. For the record, several. I have the cheerleader one. Just saying. She had dolls. <laughs> Keep it moving, Jeff. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that a Jungle Brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully posable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Ain't told separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 344 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast, the longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff, and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. And joining us this week for the summer of saying do love is the one, the only, the fig hunter himself. Good brother Mike, also known as GBM for acronym short. GBM, what's going on, man? What's going on, guys? It's about time I got on here, right? Yes. We've been trying to get you on, but I mean, you're just out there dates after dates with women after women. And <laughs> I I applaud you, man. I applaud you. <laughs> I, w- I wish that was the case. No, no, that's what we're sticking to, Mike. <laughs> that is the story tonight, Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> it's the beard, dude. It attracts the ladies. GBM, would you like to tell us what is in your beard currently to help it look so sexy? Peanut butter, <laughs> banana. <laughs> a little crumb from lunch. No. Um, I, I actually have a little uh, beard balm, courtesy of Outsiders Beard Co. Breakfast pastry. And what does it smell like? Apparently it smells like cookies. It smells better than the uh, Godfather's hat. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Vanilla and shame. <laughs> so but GBM, yeah. what you're saying is your beard hairs do not smell like your butt hairs. I mean, assuming your beard hairs don't, or your butt hairs don't smell like cookies. Right, right. I can't get my nose down that far to check, but. <laughs> Jeff, help that's, this man out. That's what all <laughs> the dates are for, GBM. <laughs> with a <the> story. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, see, now, now, now you got me thinking. Where, where else can we, where else can we put this beard bomb? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we do want our butt hair smelling like our beard hairs. <laughs> Who needs manscaped when you have cookie smelling beard bomb from outsidersbeardco.com. <laughs> Keep those hairs. <laughs> GBM, what's going on, man? How are you doing? What's new in the life of GBM? Oh, not too much. Just working, working, working. I hear you, man. I hear you. Making that fig money. I got oh, yeah. I got to tell you, man, you and Norm have really been into cards lately because we're all on a group text and you and Norm have really been into cards, especially Buffalo Bills cards. Enlighten us with card knowledge, please, because like I can't figure it out. I don't know which one's a good one. I don't know what packs I should be buying and not buying. Like What sports? Like what's hot? Exactly. I, I Not hockey. Hockey doesn't seem to be a hot one, but like hockey's never been good with sports cards, really like They've never really escalated in value as far as I know. 
basketball, football, baseball seem to be hotbeds, but it's certain players. So tell us about cards, dude. How did you get into these? Like what got you going on these? Well, pretty much uh, Mr. Josh Allen. Oh, I know him. He's a stud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a stud. And you know, I just seeing people pulling stuff online and interested. And I was on a whatnot stream uh, maybe last year now, and they were doing op- or Don Russ 2018 packs, which is like Josh Allen's rookie year. Yep. And they were doing packs like if you pulled uh, – Josh Allen or a Lamar Jackson rookie, they were doing like a Jersey giveaway. Whoa. So basically you made a purchase, you were in with the giveaway and then they pulled it, whatever at the end, which I didn't win, unfortunately, but I'm sitting there watching these guys like selling cards, selling packs, packs. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get into this. And I ended up getting a pack for eight bucks and the guy pulled me a Josh Allen rated rookie. Oh, (laughs) that is awesome, dude. And you're getting that graded, right? Yeah. I sent that off to uh, Norm with a few other of Allen's rookie cards to get graded. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah. Because like, I keep seeing all these card, like Mike, the cleaner, Mike, the cleaner is like a perfect example. I keep seeing all these card tweets pop up and stuff like that. And it's, it's to me, it's so hard to follow because you don't, I don't know which packs to get. Like, you know, I go into a target and I see a box sitting there and I'm like, okay, this is cool. There's your wrestling cards. And then I show Norm and Norm's like, Oh, those are okay. You want to look for these. And I'm like, well, why did I waste my money on the ones that I just bought? You know? Yeah. It, it's kind of tough too. Cause I mean, you want to be able to buy cards and like try and pull something cool, but then if you don't, that's it's money you wasted. Right. And I, more recently, I'm just like, well, instead of spending 40, 60 bucks on a few boxes, I'll just take that money and actually go online and buy something that I want. Gotcha. So instead of taking the chance on it, you're just going to go buy that specific card. Right. Okay. I mean, I gotcha. it's like, you know, the thrill of the hunt when you go into stores looking for figures, you find something that's like awesome, but, or you can just buy it online. You know, it's almost like gambling but, to an extent. Like you don't know what's going to happen when you sit down to the slot machine or you hit it like a, a 21 table or something. And then you open that pack of cards and you pull it. It's almost like that same euphoric feeling you get from like hitting a jackpot or hitting 21, man, when you pull, like you mentioned that Josh Allen rated rookie, dude, what a feeling. Like I remember back when we used to open up packs of cards and just that feeling you get when you turn that one card and Holy crap. Like this is what I was like the Billy Ripken F face card, that infamous (laughs) 89 Fleer. Like when we got that one, it was like, Holy crap, this is amazing. Like just, I love that feeling. But like Jeff said, we've just, we don't know what to get into with cards and we're actually going to be going, going to a uh, sports card show in about two weeks. And we're going to be meeting Jose Canseco for an autograph, but we're going to be looking at cards at the same time. So we need to get schooled on like what the good stuff is. So maybe we walk away with a box and just go chill and open up packs of cards like back in the day. You need to send me a list GBM of what I need to, what I should be looking for. Yeah. yeah. I would ask like Norm and Mike Cleaner too. Cleaner's pretty knowledgeable. Okay. Got it. Not hockey. (laughs) No, nobody buys hockey. Avoid hockey. (laughs) I love the sport, but man, their cards just, uh, -uh. nope. (laughs) GBM, what have you been collecting lately outside of cards? Outside, well, you know, just AEW, like, you know, the Mattels picked up uh, actually the Walmart exclusives, uh, CM Punk and Hangman Page figures. Nice. Found those the other day. And then you got your ring. I did. I got my uh, new generation ring in the mail on Saturday. Have you opened it up? I Well, I pulled it out of the shipping box, but that's as far as I got. 
my man. Okay, because I've seen uh, Chad Young, for example. He was on the show a few weeks back. He got his new gen ring in, and the entrance stage or the entrance ramp was actually damaged. And he had to contact Mattel to get a replacement because it had like paint scuffs, it had chips on it. So it, it's one of those things. I don't know how many of those left the factory damaged, but it's definitely, if you're getting it, open that thing up, check it out, make sure it looks good because Chad's living proof, man. They did send some bad ones out. People are already getting their notifications for a second one. And I'm like, Jesus, I haven't even gotten my first one. Mine will be here on Tuesday. I know. Like I've had people text me. They're like, oh dude, I got my second shipping notification. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> East coast bias. Dude, I see one dude in Canada already get his. I'm like, okay, come on now. <laughs> come on. Well, well they, they are shipping out of Jonestown, PA. So, I mean, I don't know if they're shipping in order of orders made or. I, I don't care. I want well, my ring. <laughs> Tim got his last weekend. Dude, and Tim's right outside your area. He's in Stockton. Yeah, that's like 30 minutes away oh. from me. And yeah, yeah, I don't get mine until this coming Tuesday. Yeah, like the euphoria of it's already gone. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's going to be awesome. But I'm definitely going to open it up, make sure it's not damaged. Uh, GBM, are you jumping in on the, well, not to jump the gun here, Jeff, because you do have it in the notes. Spoiler. Spoiler. Uh, there are some retros coming out on Wednesday. I will not get into which ones those are. Are you jumping in on those or are you out on the retro game? Well, currently I have a complete mock set of retro figures alongside a complete, well, almost loose set. The last four pack that came out, I got two sets of, but I have yet to open one. Okay. But as long as I get out of work on time on Wednesday, I'll be in for two sets. Nice. Are they limiting how many, how many people can jump in on them? I would imagine it'll um, go like the last one, right? The Cowboy Bob Roddy Piper set? Probably, because I think it was like, what, two per person? Yeah, but I, I think it also lasted like three or four hours. Like there were people jumping in late, I think, that got them. I don't think that it sold out. Like it's not going to be like Hogan and Zeus, right? No. It's not going to sell out that fast, but it, it is going to go for sure. Oh, I would think so. Yeah, it'll sell out, no doubt. I think, I think, it, I think it's 9 a.m. West Coast time. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. So I'm all uh, over it. I'm definitely getting those not to spoil Jeff's news coming up, but um, that's for me, that's just a no brainer. Like I'm, I'm trying to focus on golden era stuff and the four names that they're coming out with, like are right in my wheelhouse. The NWO set GBM, unlike you, I, I don't have a complete set. I passed on a few that I didn't want. So the NWO set I'm probably going to pass on but the one that's going to be coming out next Wednesday, I am a hundred percent in on. And then like the no holds barred set, when that one came up, I was mandated at work, but I ended up picking a job where I was mobile. So right nice. before 12, right before 12 o'clock, I went out to my car and I'm trying to get on. I finally got into the site and I had two in the cart. And then you get to that capture where you got to pick like, you know, mountains, all that crap. Yeah. Bikes and boats and all that. And yeah. I got to that and then it wouldn't let me get any further. I couldn't get to the checkout and oh. then it ended up, it ended up selling out, but luckily uh, Jeff's buddy, Norm, he said <laughs> he, he, he's got one for me. Nice. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can call him your buddy too, man. I, I, I think <laughs> oh, yeah. I, our, call... our buddy, Norm, he's an honorary good brother. You're my buddy too, Norm. I love you. <laughs> good brother, Norm. Yeah. Norm's man. Oh, he is. Scott, have you picked anything up recently? Um, let's see. Well, we went to the 
quote unquote San Jose toy show that actually took place in Pleasanton, California this past Saturday. Correct. A little bit of a disappointment, the size of it. I mean, it's always fun to go to a toy show and you and I like, we'll spend however many hours there. Uh, this one was a little bit smaller than past shows. And we were only there. We got early bird admission. We were in the doors at 930 thereabouts. And we were done by like 1115. Yeah. So easily the least amount of time we've spent doing a toy show. But you picked me up the rock as Black Adam. Yep. Incredible sculpt on that thing. Uh, I know it's going to break your heart, Jeff. I did open it as soon as I got home. I saw you sent me the picture and I, I, you know, what's funny is the detail just adds so much to the figures and I don't know why it does. It just, it like, it showcases them. Exactly. Like that's the best way to put it. Showcase. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's a badass figure too. Yeah. Cause when you took the picture and you sent it over, all you could think is, man, it just looks perfect in there. It's just, it's spot on in the detolf. It That's where it belongs. Totally. Inside its box in the detolf. But you took it out, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, yes, I did. Uh, because that figure needs to come out of the package. So I've got a Batman shelf on my detolfs. And you would think DC goes with DC, but I don't want anything not Batman on that shelf. So The Rock is going on the movie shelf with RoboCop, Deadpool, Wolverine, Boba Fett, and the Ninja Turtles. So you said anything Batman. So anything not Batman should not be in that shelf. So that means Robin should be moved over to the movie shelf, right? No, because he's in the Batman family. So anything outside of the Batman family. So like Joker's okay. Red Hood's okay. okay. Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl, all the Batman family can live on that shelf. But Black <laughs> Adam has to go to the movie shelf. Okay. Okay. Really good rock sculpt, by the way, like a, a, applause for McFarlane on that rock sculpt. Yes. Wow. Yes, absolutely. It looks, it looks great. Uh, it does. Also sticking with the San Jose toy show. I, I walked away with three sticker books. From the, <laughs> yeah. From a toy show. From a toy show. <laughs> and the, he had three sticker books. He says they're $5 each. And I said, okay. I said, would you do three for 10? He goes, no, I can't do that. I was like, <laughs> Are you serious? You're like hanging your hat on these sticker books. Like, <laughs> come on, dude. You probably, he, he, he didn't think he was going to sell those. He come probably on. found those in like an old magazine box. And was like, I'll take this because there'll be some <laughs> chump that will want to buy this. <laughs> yeah. Some chump that needs to decorate his coffee table with some reading material. <laughs> with sticker books. <laughs> and that chump is you, Jeff. <laughs> I was the chump. And then also I, I mentioned this back in March or February, whenever we went to the San Jose toy show that was in Santa Clara. I had mentioned the Bendhams that were in some guy's booth. Well, we ran into that guy again. And the only thing he had left was the Ricky Steamboat Bendham. And it was in pristine condition. Oh, he did have Roddy Piper. And who was the other one? It was Roddy Piper and someone else. I think it might have been Nikolai. I think it was Nikolai. I think you're right. Yeah. But the only one that was in still pristine condition was Ricky Steamboat. So I was like, ah, I'm going to just get Ricky and then call it a day. And in that same booth, let's not forget to mention that he had a box of AWA Remco figures. Let's not talk about that. So, yeah, GBM, you're doing the same thing I did when I saw the long riders in the back of the box. Unfortunately, well, here's where we're not sure what happened. Either that's all he had. It was like the long riders, Rick Martell. I think there was a Baron Von Raschke in there and then a couple of miscellaneous like Remco bodied figures. They weren't the AWA line. They were like, whatever else. Um, but there were empty holes in the box, meaning it looked like the box was full at one point, and he only had about a third of what could have been a full box. So we don't know if we missed out potentially 
on Midnight Rockers, Buddy Rose, Doug Summers, The Sheik, The Barbarian. We don't know, but it's better if we don't think about it after this point, because that's one that you could beat yourself up about. Like we should have started at that table, but he was all the way in the back of the show and we always go perimeter first and then interior left to right. And he was towards the back of the show in the middle. Yep. So it, we got to his table. It was one of the last ones we hit, but we don't know what was in that box. I do want to say that uh, the long riders were yet mentioned again on this show. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to sneak it in. Slip it in where I can. Oh, no. What? <laughs> oh, that is so wrong. What the long riders? Oh, oh, oh. You're talking about the long riders. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, the long riders. <laughs> That was a good movie. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I did get in the Dynamite Kid variant from Chella, where he had the mustache. Oh, the mustache. Okay. I did get that in. It looks cool. I've got to say, I I know there are a lot of people that are ho-hum on Chella. I actually like what they're doing. And they're not, this won't be the last time that Chella is mentioned on the show. But I do got to say that their figures or their sculpts of Dynamite Kid and like Adam Bomb, I'm a fan of, man. I think they do a fantastic job on their stuff. So you're buying more? Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm not going to buy everything, but. It's going to be names. Exactly. Like yeah, any, yeah. anything Dynamite Kid they put out, I'm sucker for, you know? Of course. Of if course. They, if they put out a Dynamite Kid in the blue, oh God. Well, and they're doing a, a Mattel Elite Scale Dynamite to go with Davy Boy, right? Correct. Yeah. I know you're going to be in on that. What are you thinking? 40 bucks? Yeah, 40, 41. Around there? Okay. Yeah. So what do you think of those figures? What do you think of Zombie and Chella and all those? I don't want to say third-party companies, but what do you think of those, GBM? They're not bad. I mean, obviously, I'm going to pick by name also. Like, uh, I think Zombie is doing the Danhausen. I got a couple of those ordered. Okay. But, yeah, I'll just wait and see and pick names. Like, I'm not going to get them all. Okay. Okay. So you're not going completist on those? Oh, no, not at all. Yeah, I got gotcha. not, not 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 like the Mattel retros. I mean, those are those are a must. But gotcha. Yeah, Chella and Zombie will be pick and choose yeah, for sure, and they're at a premium price point too. Because you look at the ones that are upcoming on Wednesday, that's fifty five dollars for four of them in a special box. Mm-hmm. You're gonna pay that for one and a half from one of the other specialty vendors. So again, I understand you're not doing the mass production or whatever, but when it comes down to it, like you said, GBM, it makes it really hard to be a completist and more of picking and choosing which names you want in your collection. I did, I did see the uh, Earl Hebner and Sabu uh-huh. figures. I actually had them ordered for Colossus Nick. They oh, came yeah. here and then, and then I shipped them over to him. So oh, I got nice. to see those. Yeah, the Sabu looked pretty, Sabu, Sabu, however you say it. Uh, uh-huh. That one looked pretty sweet. The Hebner... I don't know if the face scan was that great, but I mean, it was pretty cool. It had a, like a replaceable hand. Yeah. Could, like count like one or two. So, I mean, nice. that's cool with the, with the retro style. That's cool. You did that for Nick, man. Oh yeah. Nick's awesome. <laughs> oh, he's great, dude. He earns the good brother nickname. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about Nick or Mike? <laughs> I'm talking about GBM, dude. We got GBM and GBN. <laughs> <laughs> good brothers taking care of good brothers. Oh yeah. Nick, Nick's awesome. Uh, I, Thing he needs it from over here, I'll go out of my way to get it and send it over. I have no problem doing that. Didn't you send nice. him bang energy drinks one time too? Uh, it's possible. I, I've sent so many things to so many people. I can't, I don't even remember. We just can't call ourselves the bang bros. That's copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are going to just get into the news real, real quick. 
Speaking of Mattel, Scott's already spoiled it. Thanks. No, I didn't. Uh, No, I didn't. I didn't say what names. That's your job. On Mattel Creations, this upcoming Wednesday, August 31st at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, they will be releasing the next four, I count them, four retros. It will be Bret Hart, Jim Neidhart, Nikolai Volkov, and Jimmy Hart. We've seen these quite a bit. They showed them off at Access. They are now going to be on Mattel Creations August 31st at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's 10 a.m. Mountain Time. That is 11 a.m. Central Time. That is noon uh, East Coast Time. Eastern. Eastern. (laughs) GBM Time. GBM Time. (laughs) I should know that. I always uh, tried to figure out how Eastern Time worked when I was trying to watch uh, NWA Saturday night. Ah, yes. It would be like 6.05, 3.05, and I'm like, Wait, there's a different time zone? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Young Jeff did not understand that part. But anyways, again, Mattel Creations, Wednesday, August 31st at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Is Nikolai's hat removable? We'll find out. Is Jimmy Hart's megaphone removable? We'll find out. Okay. They they were on the figures at Access. And they were on the figures in the shots on Mattel Creations' website. Correct. So I don't know if they come off or not. I'm anxious to find out. You're going to open them? Uh, no. I'm sure that other people will, though, and I'll see the pictures online. There you go. Are there mock images of these things? Yes. Yes. I will send them over to you. So like Jimmy Hart in the package is the megaphone in his hand? It is. Yes. And Nikolai's hat okay. is on his head. So that's why I'm okay. like, do they, are they removable? Are these accessories? These are the things we need to know. Also, let's move over to Cella Toys and their big news. They are now producing Impact Wrestling. They will be articulated figures. The first four announced will be Eddie Edwards, Moose, Jordan Grace, and Deanna Perrazzo. Good lineup. Solid. That means they are going to be getting, and they being Impact Wrestling, will be getting their first figures in a long, long time. This will be their third different company. Finally, the, they have been sorely needing wrestling figures for I don't know how long because the, the Jack's license was gone in what, 2010? I think it started in 2010 and ended in like 20. Oh, they 20, started in 2010, yes. And like ended in like 10, 2011, 2012, somewhere around Somewhere there. in there, yeah. So to not have wrestling figures for a major, I mean, look, say what you will about Impact, but they're still a player, right? But mm-hmm. to not have wrestling figures on the market that's just it's baffling to me like why did it take until 2022 for somebody to to finally pick it up and announce it like man it's just been sitting there forever just waiting for somebody to pluck it great opening lineup by the way eddie edwards finally getting a wrestling figure long 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 overdue uh so of course now we need a davy richards to pair up with them at some point from someone mlw has has signed up with uh uh erica rana's company yeah boss fight Boss fight. Thank you. So Davey's with MLW. Davey is with MLW. Yes. Well, there you go. So at some point we'll be able to put together the American Wolves. Uh, great lineup. I'm a big fan of Jordan Grace finally getting a figure. Deanna Parazzo. That's just fantastic. And Moose, of course. So good on Cello, man. That's awesome news. Yeah. GBM, going to be grabbing any of those? I'm not sure. I don't really watch Impact too much, but I think starting out with like two females and two males, that's, you know, that's decent giving the ladies some figures. I actually like how they went two and two. That was actually kind of cool. 
Yeah. Great idea. Good point. GBM. That's, that's a great call. Yeah. I like that. They did that. Yep. All right. Let's move over to Foco. Ricky, the dragon steamboat bobblehead was shown off. He will be in the red. He's got like nunchucks. It's not a walking stick. Are you sure? It could be a walking stick. (laughs) A very short walking stick. (laughs) (laughs) So Ricky, the dragon steamboat, Scott, you were telling me you almost jumped this, but you had to kind of pull yourself back. Yeah, it's a pass. Like Ricky is in my top three of all time. It's macho HBK and it's Ricky. Like those are my top three. This is like two details away from a purchase. If he was holding the IC title, either in a ring cart or even in like a section of the ring, like basically I'm thinking WrestleMania three Ricky after he won the belt, like the exhaustion on his face, like post-match Ricky, like holding up the IC title in his white tights instead of the red ones on this figure, I'd most likely be purchasing it because I'm a huge Ricky Mark. Like that would be a no brainer for me. But the fact that it's not, like I said, just like two details away from a purchase. Great looking bobblehead though. If you're a Ricky fan, buy this now. Check out Foco's website and check out the bobbleheads they have going off for WWF for WWE. There Lots are, of golden era stuff. I know it's so good. They've done Junkyard Dog, George the Animal Steel, Ricky. Honky. Honky. I, just up and down that list is just banger after banger. But Totally. Oh man, where do you stop collecting? <laughs> exactly, right? Like... <laughs> GBM, where do you stop collecting? I never stop collecting. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I haven't gotten into the bobbleheads at all, but I mean, most of them look really good. Yeah. But the, those are a pass for me. I mean, I can't, there's so much stuff out there. I can't, I just can't get everything. All right. I'm going to, so I was doing a little research for the PPW podcast. I was on there this past week talking about the mega powers breaking up at that big event or no, uh, what was that? Main event, main event too. Main event too. So I was on there and I was doing a little research and I came across that brother love. What's his name? Bruce Bruce Pritchard. Thank you. Man, my brain is fried from work. Holy shit. It happens. (laughs) Oh my God. But anyways. Yes, it does. (laughs) But Bruce Pritchard was talking about the mega powers splitting up and somehow the topic of LJNs came up. He said wrestlers back in the day could get 75K a quarter from action figures up to 75K or $250,000 a year off LJNs, just action figures and royalties. Didn't Valentine back that up at one point? I think so. I think you've told that story, actually, like how much he was making off of his LJN. Yep. Like that's an insane amount of money. Bruce Pritchard kind of told that because I was listening to the episode. I just wanted to see if there was anything I would miss from the mega powers breaking up and stuff. That topic came up and I was like, holy crap, they used to get 75K a quarter. Which is insane if you think about series one. That lasted, oh. I mean, because you basically were, what, eight, 1984? Yep. That ran all the way until, say, 89? Yep. So if you were collecting every single year, like if you're a Hulk Hogan or a Big John Stud or a Superfly Snooka, and you're busting out 250K a year just on action figures, like, that's insane. And it's funny you put this in the notes, Jeff. Just the other night, I was listening to an interview with Bad News Brown, and the subject about his LJN figure came up. The interview was back from 06. And how he didn't have one? <clears throat> Well, how he almost did have one. Apparently, there was a prototype made, and it was sent off to Vince. Now, somebody posted this on Facebook, and I apologize. I didn't get the name of the person that posted it. It was in one of the wrestling figure groups I'm in. They posted this interview, and he was talking about how there was a prototype made. It was sent to Vince. Vince didn't like it. Now, why it wasn't sent to bad news kind of tells me that maybe the wrestlers weren't involved in the final approval process. Okay. 
or even like the initial approval process because the, the figure apparently went straight to Vince. Vince didn't like it, sent it back to LJN to be worked on. And in the interim that they were working on it, Bad News Brown got fired. Oh, shit. So, I mean, to me, that's a damn shame because I would have loved to have had a Bad News Brown figure. And then seeing these numbers of 250K a year, 75K a quarter, whatever it was, there were names like Ted Arcidi, yep. Outback Jack, names yep. like that. I mean, I hate to say it, but even SD Jones to an extent, there were these guys at the bottom of the card that were getting this figure money, but somebody like Bad News who had been there since 87 or 80, late 86, whatever it was, never got a penny because not only did he not have an action figure, he didn't have a shirt. He didn't have a foam rat. <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing for Bad News Brown to collect that merch money on. And it's, it's just sad, dude, that there are names on the roster that got all of that stuff that probably weren't as deserving as Bad News Brown was. Damn, now we need these foam rats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it was funny because he brought up that Jack's Classic was in the process of making his figure. Uh-huh. And he was heavily involved in the approval process. Yep. And yeah, he said it was a good figure that's coming out. Uh, but just it, listening to that interview made me really want a Bad News Brown figure. So I'm hoping with all of these players in the game, we finally got a Dino Bravo from Zombie. I'm just hoping somebody steps up and gives us bad news, Brown. And if somebody has already announced it, I apologize. There have been so many announcements and so many names. I've kind of lost or glossed over what might've been announced, but I'm hoping and praying a bad news comes out from someone. So is it possible that Vince didn't approve of it because he knew bad news was going to be fired? Very possibly. Yeah. Now bad news didn't allude to that, but that's quite possible that he was like, we're going to be shit canning them. So just don't even bother. Just send it back and say, we're quote unquote working on it. And he's just going to get canned and no figure. Did he say around what year this was? No, he didn't. Okay. But I, you've got to think it was around 88, 89, somewhere in there. So I'm almost thinking like, cause it would have been in the grand toys assortment, the very last, the black card, right? Right. So it would have been towards LJN's dying days. So we're talking like late 88, early 89. Okay. Yeah. Wow, dude. That's interesting. Thank you for bringing that to the show. Oh yeah. No problem. It's, it's just, I thought it was funny because I saw your notes about the LJN prices and I was like, oh yeah, I just listened to that interview. Of course I fast forwarded because the dude was like, fast forward to 11, 11 in the video. And he starts talking about his. So of course I just listened to that bit and then about the Jack's classic superstars, but man, it, you look at the money that you mentioned here, Jeff, and it's just, it's sad. Bad news. Never even got a piece of that because he literally had zero merch. I know, dude. I know. I, I wonder how many. I wonder how many other guys were hearing about all this money that could be made and were wanting an LJN figure of their own. For sure, you know that the boys talked back then too, and you knew that because they'd be on those long car rides and being like, "Let's say Valentine and Brutus are traveling together." Oh yeah, I just got a check for seventy five k. You know. Yeah, and imagine how pissed the brainbusters were because they were right in between. LJN slash Grand Toys and Hasbro yep. and didn't get figures from either, but literally like just a little bit different timing could have cashed in on both. What about Demolition? I mean, you got one of the two, right? Well, for LJNs, he only got the figure. So yeah. he's only, he's the only one that got the money. I wonder if he split that with Smash. No, he didn't. <laughs> you don't think Axe was like a good guy and was just like, hey. Well, I, I'm not saying he's not a good guy, but I, you know, they're carnies, <laughs> dude. <laughs> they're carnies man come on now we need to get axe on the show and find out how that went down and we while need, we're at it we'll book warlord too we need bill udy udy edie dude Edie. i was close you're thinking sid udy that's sid vicious 
Wait, are they related? Totally different. Will you stop? Sorry, I'm tired. I told you. Get your so, stuff together. I'm Jeez. sorry. I'm a little exhausted from work. <laughs> You're the host, damn it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that rounds out the most random of news. But hey, I love it. Hey, we look, we shoehorned LJNs into our wrestling figure podcast. Look at us go. I'm surprised you didn't think about it and go, Oh, that's interesting. I need to talk about that on the show this week. And you're like, oh, no, I just saw Jess LJN stuff. And I was like, oh, wait, I just watched this thing. Sorry, dude. Come on. Uh, I mean, it's been a long week. Work's been hell. I get it. I get it. I'm going to use your crutch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump into the nostalgia segment right after this. we jump into the nostalgia segment i want everybody to head on over to wrestlingfiguredatabase.com over there they have almost every figure ever made wrestling figure i should say ever made over at wrestlingfiguredatabase.com but what i'm going to have you guys do this week is i want you guys to go search out the hall of champions that's in the wwe mattel subline series so go check those out over at wrestlingfiguredatabase.com. Kind of scroll through, or you can do a search for Hall of Champions. Should pull them up right there. And the search is in the upper right-hand corner. Anyways, follow along as GBM is going to read down this list over at wrestlingfiguredatabase.com. All right, GBM, before we have you go over the lineup, what made you want to do this series? Well, I was uh, going through eBay, and I was just like checking out prices from like those sub lines, like hall of champions, the flashbacks. And I was looking at the hall of champions and seeing how much some of them were selling for. Uh-huh. I sent you, I sent you a text message with like a couple of pictures a while back. And it, it, I was just shocked at how much they were going for like mock and loose. So yeah. I thought it'd be some, some good to talk about. They were super hard to find at least out here on the West coast. Like I never even saw some of these. Oh, really? Yeah. Like basically all of series two, never saw it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw a couple of series one and I think I saw series three, like one figure, but series two, never even saw them. They were almost impossible out here, at least in my neck of the woods. Never saw them. So over here, if you saw them once and you saw them once and then that was it. That was it. Yep. Except, and we'll get into this for the two packs. Those were plentiful on the pegs. Yes. So the battle packs I was able to find, but the single card figures, scarce. How about for you, GBM? Oh, and they, you know, they showed up here and there, but at the time I was out all the time looking in two, three, four different stores. So I was able to find like every single one, series one, two, and three. But uh-huh. yeah, they, they, they were pretty difficult to find, but you know me. if it's out there gbm's gonna find it all right gbm why don't you run over this lineup of hall of champion figures all right we'll go with uh, series one which was uh batista undertaker eddie guerrero and rikishi Uh, batista came with the contract and pen and uh the big gold belt undertaker uh at the tag title eddie guerrero the wc or yeah wcw cruiserweight title and then Rikishi came with the uh, Intercontinental title. Yeah, Rikishi was good. This is one of my favorite Undertakers ever. Yeah, it's pretty good, dude. Because uh, I've made this comment before. 
there have been so many undertakers from 1990 all the way up to now. There have been so many undertaker figures. However, as you start to get along and you start to kind of burn yourself out on undertaker figures, it takes something special or like a really good looking undertaker to make you pull the trigger. This one was one that I was like, yeah, I've got to have this thing. It's beautiful. And this is like ministry taker, right? Yeah. Okay. I forget who he was tag team champion with because this is from 99. Wasn't it Kane? Um, He's held the tag title with Big Show. It was Big Show? Okay. Well, that's a scary team. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. But no, you're right, dude. That's a great Undertaker figure. Yeah. All right, GBM, what you got for Series 2? Series 2, that would be Kane, uh, Mr. Ron Simmons, Johnny Gargano, and Tommaso Ciampa. Now, Kane was uh, with his little voice box tool. That would uh-huh. help him talk. And then the <laughs> WWE title, uh, Ron Simmons with the WCW title. And then uh, Gargano and Ciampa with their extra shirts and NXT tag titles. I got to say that the Gargano and Ciampa were ones that I was after. And you saw those on the pegs quite a bit. I mentioned that you saw them once out here, but those ones I did see frequently. See, if I had seen them, I would have bought them. Never saw them. Really? I, I guess I should have told you I was looking for them. <laughs> I guess so, dude. Yeah, because I was a huge, well, still am a huge DIY mark. If only there was a way we could communicate. Yeah. I don't. How do we communicate? I have if, no if idea. If only I had technology at my fingertips. <laughs> or, 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 or you knew someone who was good at finding <laughs> If only I knew someone named Good Brother Mike who could help me find these things in the wild. Yeah, dude, this is my favorite series out of all of the Hall of Champions. I love this one. The DIY figures are just incredible. Ron Simmons as WCW champion. I absolutely love that figure. And the cane was cool too, because as you mentioned, GBM becomes with the voice box. Great assortment here is easily my favorite series. The Ron Simmons is really, really good. It's the best Ron Simmons ever made. I agree with you. And granted, I haven't seen the Acolytes one yet. Haven't seen it on pegs. Yeah, yeah. I think that's going to give this one a run for its money, but just the nostalgia factor of, WCW champion Ron Simmons gets that edge. And this is the first time we get the 93 WCW World Heavyweight yes. Championship in yes. with a figure. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, from top to bottom, that Ron Simmons is one of my favorite figures of all time. Yeah, it's solid, dude. Love yep. that figure. All right, GBM, and what you got for Series 3? Series 3, that was uh, Road Dog, Billy Gunn, Paul Bearer, and the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, Road Dog and Billy Gunn had the tag titles. Paul Bearer came with the urns and the WWE title. And then Warrior had the WWE title. Now I've seen pictures that the title was yellow and I've seen that it was white. So I'm not sure which exactly it came with. GBM, which one do you have? Uh, I haven't checked lately. It's in uh, storage. So I'm not Mm -hmm. sure which color it is, but I know like, I think the flashback Warrior had the yellow title. So maybe the Hall of Champions one was white. GBM, what was your favorite from Series 3? Well, I've, nobody knows. I was a big DX fan, so the Road Dog and Billy Gunn were my favorite from the set. Yeah, those were excellent, excellent figures. I love how they came with the tag titles, came with the DX shirts. Uh, excellent looking figures as well. All right, GBM, we've got some battle packs to go over. What you got? Well, we'll start with uh, Cena and Batista. Uh, that came with a chair, a hat, of John Cena's and the spinner belt. Uh, we had Mr. Dean Ambrose and the Miz that came with a sign, a microphone and the IC title. Uh, we had the revival came with ring steps, microphones and the NXT titles. 
And then probably my favorite one out of the four, uh, HBK and Bret Hart. And that came with a ladder, a chair, and the WWE title. And these were basic figures. To keep price point down, maybe? Probably. Because an Elite 2-pack, you're talking like 50 bucks, probably? Probably. 45, 50. But if you've got basics, you can hover. Because I think these were, what, $30? Around there. If I'm there. not mistaken? Yeah, they were about, thir- about 30 yeah. So because battle packs at the time, I think were 20. So with the accessories and the elite titles that still came with these figures, eh, you could warrant 30 bucks for that. I don't want to gloss over the packaging on these either. The packaging was fantastic. It was a blue card, very colorful, had Hall of Champions in the upper left-hand corner. And then behind the wrestler, it was just a shelf. It looks like ring skirts. Nate's I was going to say, yes. Like <laughs> a, just a glossary or a photo of just nothing but belts behind the wrestler. I think they, they stole that image from ring skirts room. We need clarification, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was one that got his tra- second tracking and I can't even get one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn him. <laughs> Nice <laughs> no, is awesome. Um, but I don't want to look over that packaging. It was fantastic. And they did it for all three series and it looked great. Yeah, totally agree with you, dude. The, GBM, thank you for bringing this one up because this is really, uh, I wouldn't call it underrated because it has gotten a lot of love from collectors. As you can see, the prices on eBay. But one of those great sets that we haven't really talked a lot about. So I'm glad you brought it to our attention to shine a light on it because this one's fantastic. Yeah, uh, I, I thought it was a great subset and I mean, I wish it would have went past the three series, but I mean, at least we got what we got. Yeah, and then for sure. I think from the uh, battle packs, two packs or whatever, that the Bret Hart, like his face scan on that figure is probably one of the better Bret Hart's that they've done. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. It is. How do they get worse? This was like 2018. I and here know. we are four years later and they still like, man, so close. I know. I know. And in some cases, so far away. <laughs> All right, we have some eBay prices to go over. Ultimate Warrior, last sold eBay listing, was July 30th for $123. Eddie Guerrero, last sold eBay listing, was August 25th today for $50 on one bid. Undertaker, last sold eBay listing, was also today, August 25th, for $43 on 24 bids. Ron Simmons, Last sold eBay listing was August 23rd for $139.95 on a buy it now. Oh, it, good it's, Lord. It's that good of a figure. It deserves it. I wonder what COVID pricing was like on these things. Uh, Ron was Ron was definitely up there. I want to say 170s if I'm not mistaken. GBM, can you verify yeah. that? Because you were looking for these figures around then. Yeah, I'm not sure. Even like a couple months ago, like some of the prices, I, I couldn't believe even like loose. Kane, last sold eBay listing, August 17th for $31 on four bids. We're going to talk about that Brett and Sean two-pack. Last sold eBay listing was August 12th for $70.17 on a buy it now. Wow. And I did see a Gargano and Ciampa together. Last sold eBay listing was August 11th for $120. Man, I wonder if that goes up a little bit since you just came back. Spoiler alert for those who haven't watched Raw yet, but. It'll, it'll probably go up. Maybe bump a little bit, yeah. Yeah, that is it. Well, now that he's back, we're going to be getting plenty of Gargano figures. So maybe he even it, called out Mattel, by the way. He did. So maybe it brings it back down. It could. It we'll could. See. Yeah, because there's going to be a lot of Garganos coming down the pipe here pretty soon. Yep. That is it for the nostalgia segment. Thank you, GBM, for bringing that to the table tonight. 
All right, Scott, we are going to play the eBay game. And the way, do you want me to describe the eBay game? Boy, you have a look on you. Like you can't wait to do this one. Yeah, I'm excited because GBM doesn't know who I've picked yet. Okay. I mean, you don't either, but like, I'm excited to give the names to GBM. All right. So we'll do the eBay game right now. So what is the eBay game? The eBay game is Scott will pull four figures or two packs or three packs, whatever it may be. Well, for the record, this does have an actual gimmick name. Everybody has a price, AKA for short eBay game. The eBay game. Yes, exactly. But it is, everybody has a price. And what we will do is we will put the figures either high to low or low to high. And we have to guess in which order these figures that Scott has pulled aside go in. Scott, I will have you go into the four figures or two packs or battle packs or whatever it may be. Four figures that you have pulled for tonight's Everybody Has a Price. So the best part of it is, is you hit me up at about four o'clock today and you're like, hey, dude, uh, GBM wants to play the eBay game. That was my way of throwing that on you because I was so slammed at work. And I was happy to oblige. I only had one question for you because I already know GBM's favorite female wrestler is Lita. Yes. I didn't know who his favorite male wrestler was. You got back to me and told me it was Austin. So in the spirit of our special guest, GBM, I've got four figures, much like Chella's doing the impact line. I did two Lita's and two Stone Colds. Oh, okay. Are you guys pen and paper ready for the figures? Yes. All right. Okay, first up, battle pack number 64, Lita and Trish, which without giving too much away, I was shocked at how much that has been selling for. Okay. Next up. So this is the this is yes. the most recent battle yes. pack of that. Exactly. Okay. Uh yes. And I, yeah, I think it's it was just released within like the last two years. Okay. Uh, in fact, we were gonna be taking it with us to WrestleMania in Tampa that got canceled. We were going to take it to WrestleCon to get signed by both. And maybe the next one, maybe next year in LA. Next figure, Royal Rumble Elite, Lita. Okay. Next up, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Deluxe Classic Superstars Tribute with titles, Hall of Fame plaque, and 316 shirt, ringside exclusive. Spoiler alert, that's the most. That's got to be. Next up, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Defining Moments, with the camo jacket and jeans, not the one with all the titles. Okay. Because he had a couple. It is not the one with all the titles. This is the one from one of the Raw episodes he was on with the camo jacket, hat, and jeans. His first one. Okay, GBM, since you are our guest, you will. do you want to go low to high or do you want to go high to low? Like you guess the most and then go down the list or do you want to start at the bottom and work your way up? Oh, well, we've already decided that the deluxe classic would be the most. So I, I say we go high to low. And since you both concurred on that, you would be correct. All that right. was the most expensive figure out of all of them. Would you like to guess how much it went for? All right. So last sold eBay listing prices are starting to come down. They you- are. And let me, let me just preface this with the last one that sold was a buy it now or um, make an offer. And somebody made an offer. So I couldn't get an exact dollar amount. So this actually went all the way back to June. So G- take that for what it's worth. Okay. Uh, GBM, do you want to take a guess at the price on that? Um, I'll defer and let you go first. Okay. So I was looking at this before COVID and during COVID. 
I am going to say that the price now, you said it was back in June that it was sold? Yes, specifically June 5th. So we're talking almost three months ago and only because one sold within like the last couple of weeks, but it was a make an offer. And so somebody made an offer and it obviously that does not show you how much they paid. Okay, so the price that it was up there for, I'm going to say was 450 bucks. GBM, would you like to venture a guess? I'm thinking somewhere around 375. GBM's closer. Oh, way to go, GBM. But still way high. Ooh, well, not way, way high, but you're high. <laughs> not you're high. You're high. <laughs> you're high. <laughs> Wanna get high? Um, Don't forget to okay. bring a towel. Okay, so, so we're still way high on that. Yeah, you're getting close to the ballpark, but your number's higher. Okay, so... 325 getting closer 300 getting way closer gee i was so high i was gonna say 316 <laughs> <laughs> okay You're very uh, close it went for 290 oh dude yeah 290 dollars. <sighs> but that was again three months ago that was june 5th i don't know how many are currently on ebay i didn't check that and i don't know how many were on there in june because obviously it becomes a supply and demand. If you're the only one on eBay, you're going to get more coin for it. But that's how much it went for on June 5th, $290. Was there any damage to the packaging? Not that I could tell. Damn it. All right. <laughs> Why, are you a buyer at 290 I I probably would have, dude. I almost pulled the trigger on it when we went to New Orleans for 160 Oh, good Lord, dude. I know. I Wait, should've... New Orleans 14 or 18 18 Oh, oh man. Cause he was there during uh WrestleCon. Anyways, all right. Yep. And I've got that HBK one similar that came with all the titles. Yep. I'd love to have the Austin one right next to it. It's that similar look. Obviously, bigger packaging for the Stone Cold, way more titles and plaques and whatnot, but would be great to have signed right next to that HBK. Uh, you said bigger packaging. <laughs> I, I knew you were not gonna let that go. I just knew. <laughs> <laughs> bigger package that is not important to the story right now <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right we got how does beavis and butthead make its way onto the show each week now <laughs> maybe because we watch it all the time anyways also our maturity level exactly all right second since we're going high to low so we're going to go for the second highest uh gbm what do you have down i'm gonna say the defining moments and i will as well Man, you guys are on it tonight. Two for two. All right. Uh, GBM, you want to venture a guess on that one? I'm going to go right around 175. That that was actually my guess, like 160, 170. Uh, So, Jeff, you're actually closer with your guesses. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'll say 168. Uh, You're still high. 163. Still high. 160. Still high. 150. 45 uh 150 150 sold for 150 dollars on peyton's birthday august 11th all right okay you guys are two for two you're doing great okay so this one's gonna be where it gets a little bit tricky which lita one is third and fourth gbm you want to take a guess i'm gonna go with the battle pack i was gonna go with the battle pack only because scott kind of tipped his hand a little bit so I'm going to say the lead and Trish battle pack. And you guys are three for three. 
Okay. Just recently sold on 822. Now guess how much it sold for. Uh, I'm going to go 48 bucks. Low. I'm going to say $82. High. All right. So it's $66. Damn close. It sold on August 22nd, $69.99. And that was a buy it now. All right. So $69.99. Okay. And that leaves the Royal Rumble Lita. And I'm going to say Royal Rumble Lita sold for $41. Oh, dude. GBM, I'm not even going to give you a guess because Jeff got it within a dollar. 40 bucks on August 22nd. Oh, that was my guess. Royal Rumble Lita, 40 bucks. You were going to say 40? Well, now I was, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You guys knocked it out of the park. Great job tonight. You guys know your dollar amounts. I'm impressed. That's Stone Cold Deluxe at 290. Well, and and again, that was June pricing. And I don't know how many are up there now. And I don't know what that buy it now went for just recently. But uh, I mean, obviously, if you're in the market for any of those older figures, I would say, I don't know if now's the time time to jump in. Because man, if we hit a recession... There's going to be a lot of people selling a lot of figures. True. And if you're still a buyer in that recession, you could make out like crazy. I don't know, man. I got toilets to buy. I don't know if I can. <laughs> oh, you're getting a new gaming yeah. chair? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way of putting it, actually. <laughs> Your wallet's working harder than Jenna Jameson. <laughs> We're not supposed to know who that is. <laughs> Says Jenna who? who? <laughs> says who she dude she had an action figure of course we know who she is. Uh, yes she had several for the record several i have the cheerleader one just saying she had dolls <laughs> keep it moving jeff what accessories oh. does those come with <laughs> <laughs> with thighs wide open you know anyways <laughs> what i was singing a creed song i'm sorry i, I know you were I i'm you sorry were. i loved creed back in the day no i didn't liar i know scott Stapp. <laughs> <laughs> wow hard left on this show ladies and gentlemen did you say scott staff <laughs> hard left <laughs> <laughs> oh anyways yes you're correct this uh this show did go in a weird direction anyways gbm i want to thank you for coming on for the summer of saying dude love man we appreciate you you know we do you know norm myself and scott always appreciate you Oh yeah. I mean, I love you guys. And this is one of the best things. And we've talked about this a couple of times so far on the summer saying dude love, but just being able to make a friend like you GBM being however many miles apart. I mean, literally coast to coast, we would have never met you, but through this show, we've been able to make friends all over the country. And it's just, it's been amazing. And we can't thank you enough. I mean, you are literally like an OG day one fan and friend and i can't tell you how much we appreciate you but not just us the entire fig life community like we call you a pillar of the fig life community because you're one of the godfathers of it you know and you've been there for us been there with us since day one and we can't thank you enough we love you dude and just thank you yeah and yeah i always got to thank hova because he's the one that introduced me to you guys so yeah and we love hova too can you believe that guy has not reached out to us to want to be on the show? I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I actually asked. I actually asked him if he was going to be on, and he said that ever since his Twitter name changed, he's kind of been off the grid a little bit. So, I mean, you guys oh. got it. You got to get him on. Well, there's so much, so much sexy this show can handle, and that voice and that beard of his. I don't know, man. Like it was hard enough keeping up with GBM tonight. I don't know, <laughs> man. Hova, we know why he's not on. That man's busy. Oh yeah. 
He once got burgers in a Busy King bathroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's round out the show. And of course, we're going to throw it over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, you can find the card and lose prices of LJN's Gloobs, Hasbro's, Just Toys, Bendems, Defining Moments, and Retros. He needs to get Hall of Champions on there. Totally. Absolutely. So if you are in the hunt for any of those figures, head on over to Wrestling toy tracker.com and also let's throw it over to our podcasting buddies we got breaker and bane of course every sunday with the breaker and bane's power hour we got you know it's fake right where he had me on this past week and the ratings were through the roof <laughs> they did not plummet at all they were through the roof i was on there this past week nobody fell asleep listening i did but anyways <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, if you want to listen to me talk on rest, you know, it's fake, right? Head on over there and give that a listen. All of these podcasts can be found on iTunes, of course, or just do a Google search for all of these. Also, the TB Toycast is back. So give that a listen. And this past week, they had Sal from Rush Collectibles on. Oh, nice. Right on. Yeah. We, we need to talk to Sal. I agree. I agree. I want to talk to Sal. Let's talk to Sal, Scott. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Also. I want to talk about the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast as well because I was on it again this week and the ratings went through the roof. <laughs> you are a popular guy. I, hey, I am a popular monster, man. I can't, I can't help it. But he's got a face for podcasting. I must I say. do. I do. I just shine, literally. Anyways, <laughs> I was on the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. We were talking about the main event, too. And we were talking about the Mega Powers breaking up over there. So if you want to give that a listen, it was a lot of fun. We talked, we, we gave facts. And they weren't drunk facts, but they were facts. So they were positive facts. Nice. You yes. kept it positive. Well done. We, we did over at the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. <gasps> We got the Chick Foley show with Marco, Seth, and Sheena over there. Give that a listen over to the Chick Foley show. We got Justin over at Wrestling Cheers. Justin's going to be coming on next week for the summer of saying, dude, love. We got RJ over at Ringside Rant. We got Marty and Rucker doing boot to the face. Tim and pulling up in the chair with a fig life. Go back and listen to all of his shows. We got Soda and Ethan over at In the Marbles Pod discussing all things NASCAR, having a lot of fun. And Scott, what you got for drunk wrestling history? Yes, give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. The show that dropped this past Friday was Macho Man's last televised match would have been Ooh. Turning Point from TNA 2004. We reviewed that pay-per-view. Did we like it? Did we hate it? Were we disgusted with certain bits of it? <laughs> tune in and find out. Again, Drunk Wrestling History, you can find us wherever you find your podcasts at. Again, on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk because we are Drunk Wrestling History we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. Boy, Ed was flustered on the last one you guys did. He was flustered? How? Because which, which one was it? That was the one where something, there was a technical difficulty at the beginning. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The Vince episode. Yeah. <laughs> the Vince episode. Yeah. That episode was, that that started out hilarious. But anyway. Yeah, he had just gotten his new Mac. And so it obviously wasn't set up like the other Mac was yet with all of the, the technical stuff that goes into recording. And uh, we had a few minor issues. Still got the recording done, but uh, there was some stuff that happened. There may have been a run where stuff didn't get recorded when we thought it was recording. So, yes, <laughs> to say he was flustered, that would be 100% accurate. There was a snafu. A snafu, yes. Snafu. For it. So, yeah. Jeff, were you on that show too? 
No, I haven't been on. I was supposed to be on earlier this year and there was something that came up. It just fell through. So no, I haven't been on that one yet. It's it's going to happen. One day, one day. You and Adam can do a shot of Coke. Yeah. You've been on a run. You've been, let's see all these shows you were on, you were on. So I just, I was just curious. His own brother won't even invite him. (laughs) (laughs) But I am actually due up for another TV toy cast where we talk Simpsons figures, but you have nice. to stay t- stay tuned. So, oh yeah, I've got a run of these shows going on. Holy crap. We'll get you off for some drinks, dude. All right. I, I'm making towns on these podcasting shows. Yeah. <laughs> making towns. <laughs> you get around. Also check out Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Scott roll call. Yes. Going to throw it out to the great, the amazing Jason Wolf. If you need artwork, Jason is definitely your guy. Hit him up. Social media accounts, art of Jason Wolf. Check out his custom chop shop with his custom Hasbro figures. You will not be disappointed. I own his Road Warriors. I love them. They're hand-painted, resin. They've got magnetic joints. I absolutely love them. Definitely check them out. Jason Wolf at The Art of Jason Wolf on all the social media. And, of course, OutsidersBeardCo.com, special guest GBM. Repping that brand, of course. Beards smelling like cookies. It's awesome. Beards, they love the waxes. They love the oils outsidersbeardco.com is going to take care of all that because jeff yes you don't want your beard hairs but if they smell like cookies you do want them smelling like your butt hairs because if you can make your butt hairs smell like cookies dude nice i agree (laughs) so let's revamp that in some cases you do (laughs) want your beard hairs smelling like your butt hairs do you want your butt smelling like cookies i don't know man yeah dude I don't know. Do you really want to start rubbing the waxes down there and stuff? Like if you can mask a fart, hell yeah, dude. That's why you wear peppermint underwear. <laughs> if you're out on a date, you can mask that one. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. If you smell like cookies, who doesn't love a little Oreo smell? You know, Hey, outsidersbeardco.com. <laughs> and Jeff that rounds out roll call. Oh, GBM. Thank you again for being on. Is there any uh, last words from you? Oh, no, I just, you know, appreciate you guys having me on. It's about time. We uh, made it work, uh, you know, work and everything else getting in the way. Uh, Scott, I'm glad you're feeling better, obviously. Thank you, sir. Yes, finally. Good to be through it. Yeah. I know you didn't have that many throat clears tonight. So No, dude, you know what? I had uh, heard somewhere that like a shot of lemon juice kind of clears things up. Uh, so you know what I did before the show? <laughs> For the show? Shots. A shot of lemon juice. Oh, I was going to say a shot of uh, blackened. <laughs> this would be a whole different show had I done a shot of blackened because there would have been five more to follow. And this thing would have, you thought it took a hard left earlier. Oh boy. No, a shot of lemon juice. It really seemed to help things out. Cause like, of course, you know, recovering from COVID, the stupid cough won't go away. Now the weather's changing a little bit and yeah, it, it, the allergies are starting to kick in again. So it definitely helps. I think I'm going to start doing that before every show now. And for your editing convenience, Jeff. Thank you so much. I know you're welcome. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Now you're back to being a good brother. (laughs) Yeah. I might get a Christmas present this year. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) Hey, Hey, I'll get you another Jenna Jameson doll. Life size this time, please. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Do they they make blow ups? Oh no. I'll I'll get him a real doll, dude. Oh, there you go. I love technology. (laughs) Scott will, especially when it's at my fingertips. (laughs) Scott will do his throat clears into that thing. (laughs) (laughs) well done dude thank you thank you (laughs) all right we better round out the show there before thank you gbm before it goes off the rails even more so gbm thank you again for being on scott anything else stay safe stay healthy fig license 2016 and happy toy hunting 
Thank you again, GBM, for being a pillar of the Fig Life community. I want to thank everybody so far for being on the Summer Sand Do Love. And we've got a few more coming up in the next few weeks. (gasps) Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.